What's up, everyone? You're listening to the 10 After 7 podcast with your host, Michael Cody Stevenson. I'm recording this on June 7th, 2018, the day the Washington Capitals win their first Stanley Cup and end a 44-year title drought. Congratulations to them, but I'm still waiting for the Dodgers to win that first World Series. Ovechkin gets a ring. Apparently, that was a huge deal in hockey. It's the equivalent to, let's say, Chris Paul getting a ring in the NBA, I'd say. I tried to get into the Stanley Cup. It's just tough. The World Series of college softball is going on. I was dialed into that. Mainly because I'm just a bigger baseball and softball fan than I am hockey. And I know what the Las Vegas Knights did this year was phenomenal. All credit to them. I tuned into maybe a total of 15 minutes of the Stanley Cup. But shout out to the Washington Capitals. And shout out to Ovechkin. Now we got a lot to talk about today. We had the MLB draft this week that no one gave a damn about. We probably won't talk about it on this podcast. Because I don't want people to fall asleep. And you have Brian Calangelo today stepping down as the president of basketball operations of the 76ers after the fake Twitter accounts came out. And he basically said, yeah, it was my wife. So we can get into that. And the NBA Finals. The Cavaliers down 3-0. The series is all but over. But should we count them out? LeBron James has come back down 3-1. What the hell am I saying? This thing's over. Kevin Durant buried him last night. But I got a lot to say about Kevin Durant. Maybe the biggest bitch boy in the NBA. No one's more sensitive than Kevin Durant. He's come so far from the dude that sat up on the podium when he won MVP and told his mom she was the real MVP. That was great. And I really want I really want to talk about what happened after the game last night. What triggered Kevin Durant? I actually tried to talk about it with my mom, and this is what she said. I literally told her Man, Kevin Durant's the biggest bitch. He's so soft. He's so soft. My mom, not knowing who Kevin Durant is, her response was, Oh, is that, is that the same guy in the Campbell's Soup commercials? No, Mom. I haven't seen a Campbell's Soup commercial in the last 10 years. But thanks for reminding me that Donovan McNabb loves his mom. Not more than I love my mom. But Donovan McNabb's up there. Those were some great commercials. So once again, I'm bringing Devin Rawl onto the podcast today. We're going to get into all of it. We're going to spew a lot of BS. And we'll see where it goes. Devin Rawl, good friend. We said good heart. Bad attitude. Strong opinion. Devin Rawl from TMZ coming up next. Devin Rawl, how are you? It feels great to be back, dude. It feels feels phenomenal. You got you get you got the second invite, but here's the deal though. It was unfortunate. Me and music spewed for an hour on a podcast and it's locked. Well, well, let's, be, well let's be real. You know when that kid t- tells a story, it can take quite some time. Shut up. He, he the, the the deal is 
again that I told him this is a competition between you. But let, and another thing is it's going to be like high school again where music thinks that somehow you're like sabotaging him and like always picking me over him. But at the end of the day, <laughs> dude, I'm sorry. I mean, you guys have been longer friends, but we, we're just better friends. I'm sorry. Uh, it's a beef and we're, we're going to decide it here. Whoever brings the hottest takes when I bring them on, that's who's going to have the upper hand in this relationship. Oh, okay. Well, let's get started then. So where do you want to start? Do you want to kick it off on the NBA? Well, first, the Stanley Cup just ended. The Capitals won. I watched a total of 15 minutes, I said. What about uh, you? Did you no, – I, I caught the – I went to the gym, so I missed the first period, but I caught most of the second as well as the entire third period. Did you at least catch the ending? No, and the thing is, like, I didn't really – I didn't care for it. I do. Like, I, I should have cared. Because I'm a big sports man and Ovechkin needs the ring. I compared it to like Chris Paul in the NBA. That's the equivalent, even though I hate Chris Paul. But well, I, I was well, I was more I was more into the college softball World Series and stuff when this was going on. Dodgers are getting hot. Like there's more sports that I could pay attention to. With hockey, I can't like break down the game. I don't know who's out there making a fantastic play. I mean, there's those plays that stand out. The save, like by Holtby. But otherwise, I don't. I don't know. I can't break down the game like I well, can in baseball. Lay down a bunt here, steal here. No, I mean, dude, we we grew up in LA. Let's be real. We're we're like hockey fans when the Kings are in the playoffs. But I mean, it was cool to watch. It was awesome. And just touching on softball a little bit, dude. I've been watching more softball just because whenever I turn on my TV for whatever reason, that's the only thing on. Because obviously, that would be the only reason I would ever sit and watch a softball game. But dude. It's first of all, it's actually pretty entertaining to watch. Like, I, I don't know how to explain it. I've kind of become a softball expert. And but the other thing, I kind of t- I talked about this with someone the other day because I'm a huge like what like uh, put sports on or ESPN on when I'm trying to take like a solid nap. Have you ever tried to nap during a softball game, dude? Those girls never stop talking. Oh, it's from from unbelievable from age right when they start playing softball the chants, the cheers that those girls have going on in the dugout. I don't know where they get them, but it's nonstop for seven innings. That's all you'll hear. But even, even on the field. I don't get it. Like, is that a softball thing that I just, I'm not aware of? Yeah, it's definitely a softball thing. And playing baseball growing up, there was all-star like chants when you're a kid, but then it kind of develops into, Hey, what do you say? Not kid. They said, not kid, but the girls, (laughs) like they have chants. Uh, And it's funny, the coolest thing is when there's like two outs, usually you'll see like one of the players, the shortstop, throw up the horns to the outfield and the outfield throws it back. But these girls have like, want to like touch her thigh like she's on fire and then kiss her fingers and then throw the two. No, that was pretty cool. No, yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. And uh, dude, this is something, you know, you know how you hate. I know you're such like a traditional baseball guy. So you hate all of my baseball takes. But, dude, if you want to bring more people to baseball, the ping of that ball off the aluminum bat, dude, move the fences back. Make them, like, 500 yards just so I can hear that ding. I love it, dude. It sounds so Yeah, it, it's one of the greater sounds in sports. And in college in general, because the college baseball regionals and super regionals are going on as well. So I, was, I watched, I swear, 20 – four hours straight of college baseball this weekend. It was pathetic. I'm glad, I'm but, glad you did for their ratings because I'm sure you were about one of five. 
But thank Cal State. Hey, thank Cal State Fullerton, last California team in it. But I was watching a game, Coastal Carolina, and someone I bet on this stuff too. So I'm watching the game, and since there's only like three thousand fans there, the ca- the camera picks up the audio of that fan behind home plate, and it's the greatest. Like I swear. Wrestlers? No, yeah. So the umpire and he, this umpire did miss some like crucial calls, but this it was a it had to be a dad because I I heard this guy yell, "Oh, you're gonna take the bat out of the kid's hand! You gotta take the bat out of the kid's hand! Where's your contacts? Let's go, blue!" Just roasted him the entire game. That's what baseball needs. They need a camera on the one fan that is willing to just sell his soul to get underneath the umpire's skin. That guy is the guy I want to be. And I've been that guy a few times. No, I know. I, there's, a, there's a few times I've been around you in high school that I wanted to be anywhere but next to you for the things that you were saying to the opposing teams and refs. But, yeah, no, it's pretty – you have, you, have, you have a good point. You have a good point. I like it. I like the idea. So kind of segueing with the refs and umpire heckling, Channing Fry, I don't know if you saw his tweet. It's, it may I be that I didn't. This will be my first. I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Okay, this is the greatest tweet because I watched the game late last night when I got home. I had to uh, watch it on tape delay or whatever. I'm old school. Channing Fry tweets during the game, I cannot wait to start off the year yelling at refs like a hobo on bath salts. So when I get in the playoffs, they'll say, hey, oh, it's just Channing. Does Draymond Green has to get kicked out of a game? No, dude, I, I knew that that must have been a straight shot of Draymond. Well, it's crazy because I feel like I look at, I mean, I guess he taught everyone, though. Everyone complains about every call. But, like, the thing that I'm clearly this is a thing is um, I listened to something recently where, where Gary Payton was interviewed. Obviously, the guy that talks the most shit of all time. And even he was saying that even in his day, Draymond would be getting, like, double the amount of technicals that he gets now. I don't know what it is. The refs, I know the refs and uh, players, the refs came out and said they get treated poorly and their relationship's never been worse. It's because of that. Draymond's in your face screaming. And you can't, like, I know it's the NBA Finals and the refs want to not involve themselves too much. But my God, if Draymond's in my ear like that, screaming after every single foul call, you have to just tell him, Draymond, shut the fuck up. First, I'm going to kick you out of the game. No, sir. I mean, it is it is pretty absurd, though. Like, I mean, that kind of stuff doesn't really bother me because I, I mean, obviously, I did some refing before, and like when people were yelling or whatever, it just didn't really bother me. But I don't know. I don't know. I guess I, I guess it gets to a certain point where it's just like enough is enough. But I, I agree, though, dude. I don't want the refs deciding a game. A technical foul and free throws deciding an NBA championship. Not that it would decide this one. Well, if you're going to complain about the players treating you poorly, fucking sack up. Oh, yeah, 100%. They need to grow balls then. Then don't be complaining about it. Either throw tees or don't complain. What they need to do is have Ed Hockley ref the game and knock Draymond the fuck out. Okay, now now you're on to something. If you had some buff-ass refs and they were allowed to, like, fight, like, in hockey players, that, now we're talking. Now we're getting somewhere. But Even these guys try to look buff with their extra small T-shirts and it – it does no justice for these NBA guys. Oh, 100 percent. Wait, you're telling me you didn't you didn't wear an extra? I wore like an extra small ref unit. No, I was refing. I was refing third graders and kindergartners. I'm not. There's no need for me to look buff, dude. Uh, I was refing sororities, so I I wore like the smallest ref uniform I could find. 
Yeah, and fans might have got on you, but didn't like when a player got on your case, I would for sure, a kid my age, I would be like, hey, dude, I'm oh, in control I mean, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, they, they, I just have such a problem with, with picking anything with the ref just because, like, I've done it before and I know how hard it is, but I don't know. It would be hard, dude, in, a, in an NBA Finals. I know a guy's in your ear every minute, but it's like in the back of your mind, you're like, really, am I going to give the other team free points just because this guy's cheering my ear off? Like, I don't know. I disagree with you. I don't, I don't know. I think Tremont's over the top. Let's talk about game three. The Cavs led for basically the whole entire game. And in the last five minutes, it kind of just collapsed. And once again, it came down to basically Golden State's a better team and Cleveland can't hit the big shot when they need to. Wait, you just realized that Golden State was a better team? Yeah, dude, I did. We've been t- Dude, the fact that you just realized that, no, I'm kidding, but I know, I know they're a better team. Is ass. It's ass. Wait, what is? The Cavs roster. It's yeah. ass, dude. Like, the fact that that is the best team the East has to offer. Another an interesting thing, though, you throw Kyrie on this team, and it would, it would have been at least a little interesting. Like, they would have won a couple games. Well, even the J – it goes back to the JR. JR robbed us of this series. I wonder how, how it would have been different if the Cavs take that game one because I think you need the confidence to say, hey, we can beat these guys. And after that, they kind of just went into their shells and know they're really hopeless at this point. Well, yeah, and also, did you see that? I mean, I'm sure you saw it. Everyone saw it. They showed that unedited cut of uh... – LeBron's reaction. Okay, so me, me and Music talked about this for 10 minutes. So I'll get into it with you because you also played high school sports and were yeah. kind of the, the, the captain. You were captain of the, the team in football. So football is different. There's a lot of players. In basketball, yeah. there's five dudes. You played basketball. So did I. So me and Music came to the conclusion that that was the second best thing LeBron could have done because he could have tapped JR on the shoulder and said, hey, you know what? Let's get this. We got five minutes left. Let's go. But then again, he also dropped 51 points on the road in the NBA Finals, and JR, being an NBA player making millions of dollars, forgot the fucking score. So, and people brought up, oh, how would Jordan and Kobe react? Those guys would rip the guy's head off. So I think LeBron was in the middle. He could have handled it better, but also, either way, he was going to get criticized. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I've never dropped 50 in NBA Finals, and... uh... So I, I can't – and then, like, had JR do something like that. So I can't really attest to this. But what I will say is, though – and I'm going to throw some shade at music. Dude, you play your ass off, obviously, every minute. And if you're the leader of the team, dude, and it's about to go into OT, like, you have to be a leader. And I'm not comparing these two or making them any kind of parallel. I'm just, just trying to, you know, just for our sake of argument. We play Torrent Tie. It was a fucking crazy game going back and forth the entire game. Tie ball game, we drive down and mu- – or was it Torrance or Peninsula that music shanked that field goal? I'm like, he shanked so many field goals. I, I, I don't even dude. know what it was. But one of them, dude, we had the game winner. I was literally dead tired. I was exhausted. I was like, please, music, please, music, hit this. And I was just looking down wide right. It was definitely Torrance. And I was just – I was so pissed at first because it's like – dude what the fuck but three minutes later maybe not even three minutes two minutes i'm in there huddling up the fucking defense saying we're gonna win an ot fuck these guys there's there's the fact that his body language was so shitty like of course you're gonna be disappointed at first 
That's just a natural reaction of someone who's a competitor. But then you pick off your – get off your freaking ass. You're the leader of the team and get people fired up for OT. What was he doing? Yeah, it got bad when at first he's really pissed off. No one's saying anything. You have Corver in the corner. That's me basically just trying to clap it up. I got the clap it up award in sixth grade for leading, P, uh, leading the PE class to freaking every sporting event. But Sounds about uh, right. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I did. But when he finds out that Ty Lue and them had a timeout, that's when he loses his shit. Not only that, he puts his hand in like half ass when they're getting together. The team breaks, and even when they go to midcourt for the tip-off, he wants no part to be next to JR anyone. And it was big. It was bitch. I'm sorry. Like, I think LeBron's a great player, but that's not a leader. I thought it was bitch. Yeah, but would you want him to rip into them or no? No, no, no. Okay, there's – there's. see, that's – So it's I mean. the second best thing because I think if he rips into them, I, I personally don't like that. I've always been oh, against Philip Rivers for screaming at his line. I hate that too. I hate that yeah. too. So I think he was – he played the middle, and I don't think he was trying to play the middle. I think that was raw emotion. I think you're completely wrong. I think he played the far, far, like – Left, right or whatever you want to say left or right right being he played like the depressed bitch what you do is you get obviously it's a natural reaction you're going to be super pissed but then you're like dude we got ot where we could steal one in there and then you you're the one who leads that huddle you're the one that fires people up you're the best player in ever what the fuck are you doing dude yeah because i was going to say legacies are on the line and yeah they are so he should have tapped jr and said let's do this then but if he so if he airs him out, we're gonna give him criti- criticism. We're criticizing him now, and I guarantee you, which is so freaking stupid, is even if he tapped Jr. and was like, "Let's go, bud," and the Cavs lost, people would compare Jordan and LeBron and be like, "See, LeBron doesn't have a competitive edge. He doesn't have an edge. He wasn't even mad at Jr. That's what's stupid. This guy gets criticized for every single day. I'm a LeBron apologist. I'll admit he should have went up to Jr. and talked and tried to rally the team." He didn't. Either way, we were going to shit on him. No, yeah, true. And can I just put in music did hit the last field goal of the season to win the game, so I'm, I'm not trying to completely shade him. He was yeah. he's a great He's a great Yeah, guy. against El Segundo, I ran on the field like a true friend to back him up. Dude, I was on crutches on about three Norcos at the time after my surgery, dude. Well, you could have dropped him. You're probably feeling good on three Norcos. So here's the thing. You texted me this morning. You said, Hey, have you seen the video of Kevin Durant? Oh, yeah. This, I've been waiting to talk. After about the game. And I, I'll i say this about Kevin Durant. I think he's the biggest bitch in sports. Biggest bitch. From the, from, from the burner accounts. And we, this guy used to be loved. The last pair of basketball shoes I got were Kevin Durant's. So he goes from telling his mom she's the real MVP. Then he dips on OKC, goes to Golden State. And ever since then... The guy's been a bitch, and even Bill Simmons has had him on, I think, four podcasts now. And I've listened to each one because that's like a – that's basically a place where you're like, okay, maybe this guy's real. Maybe he'll open up a bit. It's a good platform where I might find a way to like this guy, and I don't. He's so, like, bland. He talks like – he talks like he mumbles. He mumbles basically saying, oh, yeah, you know, and he has this thing with the blog boys that he talks about. Oh, your fucking blog boys are talking – they're going to say this about me. They're going to say that about me. And, dude, what's your deal? Why do you care? And this fan after the game, all he said was Texas is butt. 
No, 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 no. That's okay. That's let, let me cut you off here. So we had a huge debate today, actually. And I'm, I'm interested to hear your take on this. So we get this video in this morning and I, first of all, saw and was appalled. Like, dude, you just hit the biggest shot in the NBA finals. How are you going to let some random fan yelling at you, like really trigger you like that? But anyways, so what the fan said, it sounded like he's okay. First of all, I don't know which insult is worse. So at first I thought he said, UT is ass. But then all these people kept writing into us and saying, no, he's saying cheese ass. So I don't know <laughs> what he said, but it was like, no, 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 you guys are wrong. He, he called him a cheese ass. So I don't know what's a worse insult. The fact that he called him, he said UT is ass, a school he was at for six months or three months, whatever, or a cheese ass, which I have no idea what that means. He got triggered by cheese ass? He, he has a cheese ass, I guess. I don't know what kind of cheese but the fact that that guy has to be held back, he is a finals MVP, an NBA champion, without a doubt, one of the best players in the, in the world right now, and a for sure Hall of Famer. And he's going to really let some random ratty Cavs fan rattle him like that. Like, I will never respect him in his I'm sorry. I respect his game. He will never be like one of the all-time greats to me for that. I'll go as far as saying he's softer than Dwight Howard. That's a hot oh, take for you. Uh, that's uh, like uh, Dwight. Dwight's at least Dwight's funny about it. Durant seems genuinely pissed off and upset said, when someone Dwight. comes at him. And Dwight, Dwight, all power to him. That's a dude that I would number one say that dude's got a burner account. Maybe he does, and he's smarter about it. But Durant. Who's pro- he should get more shit for having that burner account. That's ridiculous. You're an NBA player. No, I mean the burner account. Speaking of accounts, let's wait. No, I, I like cheese ass. Do we? Can we? Can we? Uh, oh, you're, you're still yeah. Can we ass? talk about sure. what it might mean? Cheese ass. So I didn't know if that meant like soft. Isn't some cheese like he has a soft ass? Because some like cheese is kind of soft, right? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Gouda, cheddar, Swiss ass. Like he's got, a, he has holes in his ass. Dude, I have no idea what that would mean. We are trying to pepper jack it. ass. But I've been called pepper jack ass. Pepper, yeah, probably because you're ripping ass. <laughs> your 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 roommate right now just texted me to tell you to uh, keep it down. Oh, sorry, sorry, uh, Patty. Oh, sorry. All right, Patty. so let's let's transition to the Colangelo. I mentioned before that he stepped down today. He said it was his wife. He said she was misguided. He said he did not give her private information, which is a whole load of shit, because how else would she get it? So we talked about it a little bit last week. You said you know some girls that have done this ridiculous, absurd yeah. statement. So what's your so I know he stepped down. The Sixers had to do that. I don't think he could have came back after just shitting on all those players. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they had an entire invest like a private investigator investigate, and it came back to the wife's phone, and they asked for the wife's phone, and when they got it, she had, re- she had factory reset her phone and gave it to them, so there was nothing on it. So it's like, okay, so clearly she was the one doing it, but whatever. Clearly so- she was cheating on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that could actually be the bigger story here, but... Um... No, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, obviously, she regard 
this is this is the big debate, and actually we were talking about this today a lot. Do you think he knew she had the account? That's the debate. He claims, uh, before before you answer, he claims he had no idea about it. That's tough. You'd think you'd think he'd see her as much as didn't those accounts tweet nonstop? Yeah, there were a lot of tweets. Well, Dude, then I, again, actually, then again, he's probably away a lot of the time. He's probably at the facilities doing what he has to do. He's always dialed in to making moves, whatever you want to call it. But well, there's t- there's two scenarios here. There's the scenario that he was a Kevin Durant, a little bitch, and was using his wife's phone or through his wife and knew about these accounts and pushing all this stuff out. Or B, which is what he claims, which it's hard to believe, the wife was just trying to, like, stick up for him because he's getting trapped in the media and was, like, doing it without his knowledge, which is what he says is the case. Well, I, I think it was for sure her because people have dug into it on Twitter and the Eric Jr., the most famous burner account of these five or whatever it is. Oh, I love the names, though. The names are my favorite. <laughs> Eric Jr. No, there's one that's, like, baller something. I love yeah, that one, I think that's the one that put out the, uh, no, the, the baller one it had it was a big deal. But Eric Jr., they tried to link up the times between, uh, between a press conference that Colangelo, Colangelo was at and when the tweets were sent. And they were sent during the uh, press conference that he was at. So there was no way he was tweeting then. So it was clearly his wife. Oh, uh, okay. So uh, I don't know. I want to, it'll come out in like three days that they're having a divorce. <laughs> and I don't know if he gets a job again in the NBA. And he's like basketball royalty because Jerry Colangelo is oh, a know, USA basketball god. No, I heard there was some report out today that said um, that his dad actually like reached out to the Sixers when this all broke and like threatened them if they were going to like make an example out of his son, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, so I don't know if he gets another job. I want, I don't know where I can apply for this. I want the job to investigate all these sports scandals that are going on. Think about the, think about the Tom Brady one where you're trying to get his phone. And then this one trying to figure out who's tweeting from burner accounts. Can you think of any other ones? Um, as far, well, I mean, obviously Kevin Durant, you're saying just as far as like internet ones. Oh, uh, no, like league wide or team wide investigations. Cause there's a lot of those. Uh, shit. I don't know. I'm so focused on trying to figure out why Eric Jr. Who's <laughs> yeah. Eric? What Eric who? Maybe that's her dude. She's cheating on him with. Oh, that's a twist right there. What if she's cheating on him with a guy named Eric Jr. And covers Eric. it up with his burner account. Dude, you know Eric Jr. is out there somewhere. Just like, thank God she hit factory reset and didn't see all the pictures of my dong on his wife. <laughs> yeah, he would have been devastated because Eric Jr. is packing some heat. <laughs> I mean, dude, he's got to be. That guy's so rich that she would cheat on her husband for that guy. It's awful. So, I can't so, believe we're now saying that there's like infidelity involved. Not, I don't think anyone in the world has said that. Which is crazy not to think that. No, I know. 100% the factory reset. Although, I mean... Granted, if I was put in some situations, I would rather break my phone than let a significant other look at it. But hey. all all he has to do is look on her Snapchat and see who her best friends are. Oh, they took away that feature, didn't they? Yeah, thank God. Yeah, they, that burns so many, so many so, people. There, a lot of relationships were ended or fights were started over that simple fact. Snapchat, those assholes. So I want to talk about Game Four because I think Game Four is fascinating. I know Cleveland's down three zero. 
but I'm going to lay out some scenarios here. There's two things to look at. In Cleveland, it could be LeBron James's final game at home in a Cleveland Cavalier uniform. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see how Ty Lue handles it. Maybe they're getting blown out at the end of the game. Does he take him out at a particular time to let the crowd cheer him? So there's that. And then on the other side, talking about Durant, bitch boy, does he have the nuts to try to steal the finals MVP from Steph Curry? People said he stole it last night, but Steph Curry's also had those two big games, broke NBA finals records, hitting nine threes. So I think it's going to be a battle to who has the better game tomorrow between Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. Yeah, I can agree with you more on the second part. Honestly, whoever – I don't even know if like you, how you define better, but I almost feel like whoever just scores more points tomorrow is going to win it as long as they end up winning. But, dude, you're worried about Ty Lue's decision of when to take out LeBron. I think has that's that a guy, tough spot. Has that guy made a had a thought in this entire finals? What does that guy even do on the sidelines? I, I don't know, and it's unfortunate every time they shoot to him, he looks like he's half drunk. Yeah, he does. He's kind of chunky now, isn't he? In the face. <laughs> yeah, he's got a. He's 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 part of the round face family. Yeah, he's he's. Uh, did you did you uh, induct him? <laughs> yeah, I inducted him. I inducted uh, who else? They've been talking about on Twitter. Eric Gordon. Oh, oh, chunky. Oh, speaking of, dude, the Houston Rockets need who whoever their like fitness and conditioning coaches fire him now. Whoever. No, I just think I just think they like chubby dudes. They're all about analytics, but they're also like you know what. Dude. Chubby dudes are fierce and they're feisty. Dude, do they not hit suicides? Like whoever they're like, did you look at all their bodies? Like, I mean, I'm a no room to talk nowadays. I've added a few, but like, dude, you're NBA players. Why do you have a gut? You literally run miles every game. <laughs> and, and my favorite thing about the NBA is seeing players 20 years out of, uh, out of the league and who's going to get fat and, Yes, that team, Chris Paul, I can't wait. Down the, road, down the road in 15 years, Chris Paul is going to be a damn bowling ball. You think he's going to blow up? He's going to be fat. James Harden's not going to oh, give a fuck. James Harden, well, he's already fat. I mean, <laughs> he's not fat. I would say I wouldn't say he's in good shape. I think the beard makes him look fatter. I mean, the beard de- definitely doesn't help. But, like, dude, when your jersey goes straight and I see something come down towards your belly, dude – Hit some more suicide or something. <laughs> no, my favorite NBA player to look forward to in 10 years. Who? Fat Carmelo. What do you mean? Why do you have to wait 10 years? <laughs> oh, come on. No, he's worked out, dude. Hoodie Mello came out this summer, and then he had a shitty year. But that guy is going to let himself go for sure. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, it's so funny. Those athletes that let them. It's funny, too, because, like, some, some I feel like are the opposite. Like, dude, have you seen Kobe recently? That dude is jacked. Yeah, and that's just how he's wired. I feel like he's got to be on the red carpet for the Oscars, you know. Exactly. He's got he's got things to do, but dude, yeah, we'll be seeing Chris. Well, Paul. the key is the key is you have to stay on TV because Paul Pierce is another one that was kind of chunky his whole career, but he's on TV, so he has to stay stay fit. What's interesting about Chris or about um, Paul Pierce? He's a dog announcer. Oh, he's such a dog analyst, dude. And they've looked at him a few times, like, dude, what are you talking about, Paul? He is so shitty. Like, when I watch him up there, I'm thinking, like, obviously, okay, you're one of the greatest NBA players ever. Oh, like, whoa, dude. Yeah, hell yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. You don't think so? No, he's a Hall of Famer, the greatest players ever. Okay, like so Hall of Famer. Yeah. Hall of 
Famer, but one of the worst, worst analysts that they have. Yeah, I think he tries too hard to throw out hot takes, and it's just like, Paul, really, dude? Oh, hot baked. <laughs> Cha- Cha- Chauncey's good, and I like Jalen. I've always liked Jalen. Yeah, Jalen's good. I like the rest of them, but yeah, he's big tough. Wait, so back to Ty Lue. I think I think it it, it is a tough spot because if you're Ty, you could also take the route, and I know you would take this route. Like I don't give a fuck. Like if LeBron leaves, he leaves. But also, like this is huge. This is probably the last time he ever plays in oh, Cleveland. No. This is a huge part in NBA like history. We're gonna look back, LeBron Cleveland. What are you saying though? I don't understand your your argument. So if they're getting blown out, like yeah, he calls a timeout and. Let's him do a standing O. But you're saying, like, Cody, your argument's dumb. So if it's a close game, no, you leave him in. You're no, gonna... it's not that. No, it's not that. I'm saying, like, does he does he do that? Does he do what? If you're the coach, do you, like, take him out, like, knowing he's going to leave? Because we don't know if he's going to leave. So do you do it as as he's, like, what? your mindset is he, he's gone? I mean, I would hope you would have some kind of – no, nah, actually, I guess LeBron, it's not like he's going to be like, hey, I'm bouncing. But – um. Yeah, no, 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 100%. You, there's no doubt about it. If the Warriors are blowing them out, you call timeout with like a minute left and you let the whatever shitty arena is at Oracle. Oh, no, it's the Warriors. What's what their shitty No, it's arena? at home. That's what I'm saying. No, yeah, what shitty arena is, is Cleveland? Uh, is quick it? and Loans. Yeah, you – oh, yeah, 100% you call timeout for sure. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't an argument. I was just saying I, I think it puts him in a tough spot, though, because no one knows if LeBron's leaving or not. Yeah, but, I mean, you still, dude, you're overthinking. It's still like he had a great finals and led them to the finals with a fucking subpar team. So, I just can't wait for that because uh, that also you could tell by LeBron's reaction or you're gonna, everyone's going to try to see by LeBron's reaction if he has one foot out the door already. Oh, everyone's going to judge whatever he does. But, um, yeah. So, who do you – on the other, the other question, who do you want to win the MVP be, between uh, Curry and uh, Durant? Well, I hate Durant. So Curry, but uh, I don't know. I'm kind of indifferent. I don't know if you have an opinion on it. I mean, in all honesty, like watching this finals has been fun, but like at the end of the day, like, I don't know. It's been like fun slash boring. I knew the Warriors going to win. I don't really, it's weird about the Warriors. I don't know how you feel about them. It's like, I hate them because their team is so stacked, but they have like likable players that I don't really like dislike. And I like how they play. So it's just like, I'm indifferent about them. They're like, whatever. Yeah, I was excited going into the series. I think the more you watch it, you're like, oh, God, do we really want more of this? And I've been on the side where – because people were shitting before this series even started saying fourth year in a row, it's bad for the league. I I found it fascinating. And I prefer to watch great players like LeBron with subpar teams instead of watching these Warriors who claim, you know, they could be one of the greatest teams, I guess. But I'd rather watch it all-time great try to go against that all-time great team that I prefer to watch that basketball like LeBron trying to do it all himself and just get shitted on well not get shitted on but there was a point obviously after game one or during game one we were like holy shit this could happen now I think that's out the window oh yeah I mean no without a doubt he's the best player in the world but probably ever that I've ever seen at least I I can never I just refuse to weigh in on the whole Jordan LeBron thing because I never saw Jordan play so I just just avoid the conversation completely. But like, as far as I, I've, I've watched basketball, he LeBron's the best of all time. And there's about a handful of South kids that will not even South kids. <laughs> there's a, probably about like six people. I know Eric, Serta, Bucky, Chayton somewhere <laughs> and whatever Laker fans. I know that like, will say Kobe is, but 
they also all have never played a lick of basketball. So I take their opinion with a grain of salt. No, I call those the Kobe blinders. Laker fans have them, and they'll never appreciate LeBron. That's why I don't – I. There's those Laker fans that are like, oh, I don't want LeBron to come to the Lakers. And it's like, you're out of your damn mind. No, and then there's a the side of me that goes, you know what? You don't deserve LeBron. I hope he goes to the Clippers. Yeah, seriously. No, it's so funny because I'm so conflicted about this because you know my hate for the Lakers. Hate the Lakers so much. But nothing would kind of intrigue me more than seeing him go there and seeing all these kids who have talked so much shit on him for the past 10 years have to literally eat their words because I know yeah. every single one of them would become LeBron fans. Oh yeah. That, that's what I want to see too. But I, yeah, I, I think I, I lean more that way because there's the Ethan Searles of the worlds that are like, yeah, LeBron beats the Charlotte Hornets every year in the Eastern conference. It's like, like his, I can't, st- I can't stand Ethan when he says that. Yeah. It's LeBron's freaking fault that he plays in the Eastern conference every year. Like, yeah, oh, I'm going to go to the Western Conference so I can face uh, the Warriors and the semis instead of the finals. He still has to go through the best team. Make no sense. Yeah, I don't, those kids are idiots. I hate Let's talk them. about one last thing before we go. Yeah, I'll touch on one last thing. Actually, I got a text. Riverdale is actually season two is on Netflix now. Oh, so. wait, 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 wait. I was going to ask you that at the very tail end. I'm, I need something bench worthy. Uh, what do, what have you watched? Because I usually throw things that people have watched. Like as like, far as recent stuff. Well, I mean, I'm obviously a huge Riverdale guy. Um, it's a great show. I've been out of the bench. I've been out of the bench game for a while. It's been a while uh, since I binge something. Binge goes though. But I want, I want like one of my favorite binge shows ever is Sons of Anarchy. Oh, dude. Did you see, we broke that story. This random guy from Sons of Anarchy died today, but, um, who? No, yeah. Uh, he was like one of the, you know, when remember when uh, Jax went to like Ireland, and they were yeah, like, yeah, ter- I didn't like that season. Oh really? I, I thought it was. Yeah. Um, it was like one of those Irish dudes like died today. We got like people were going crazy, but anyways, um, dude, I don't know. I've had a really good binge worthy show in a while. I mean, you've seen Entourage. I mean, we just rewatched that, which is like one of my favorite shows ever. I thought about rewatching something, but I don't. I don't know. It was good. Did you see? Um, I can't even think of what it's called about that. That guy, the people who put the bomb on the guy in Pennsylvania. Have you seen that yet? No, what's that? Oh, it's pretty. I'm like such drawing a blank. Right. Oh, uh, Evil Genius. It's called Evil Genius. It's it's pretty good. It's it's, it's not binge because you only it's like there's like four episodes, but it's a true story. I don't know if you're. Did you see Making a Murder? No, and I knew you were going to bring that up. I was going to say, is it comparable to Making a Murder? Because I tried to get into that, and there's just, like, too many details. A lot of well, people have, just talking well, on the screen. Well, then you have the attention span of a five-year-old, so I'm not going to No, I just, I just rather see action instead of people getting interviewed talking on the screen. Um, well, yeah, I got nothing for you then, because Riverdale is, dra- is high school drama, hot chicks, uh, and not a uh, mystery. I don't know. Ch- Ch- oh, I'm intrigued. Do me a favor. What give Riverdale the first season? The episodes are only like forty minutes. Give like six episodes and tell me what you think. It's based on like the Archie comics, which were like an old thing, but it's like they do it. It's kind of like, granted, I never saw all these movies, but people say it's kind of like Twilightish. But I love it, and I'm about to watch the whole second season tonight, probably. So, all right, I'm a big suspense guy too. So yeah. there's suspense in it. I'm involved. Uh- I'm a suspense. Let me. We'll we'll come back on uh, the next time and it, do your homework. 
watch at least a few episodes and come back to me and I cannot wait to hear your thoughts on Riverdale. All right, last thing. I asked music this question. I'm going to ask everyone that comes on this podcast a question. The athlete could be living. He could be dead. Any athlete who's ever lived, who do you want to have a beer with or who would you have a beer with? I legitly knew you were going to say have a beer with. Before you (laughs) spit that word out. Dude, I've actually never even really thought who I would the athlete. I'll I'll give you music because at first I was like, eh, he probably I wouldn't have a beer with him. He doesn't seem interesting. But then I remembered all the Denny's waitresses stories, and that's Tiger Woods. So that was a good one. Oh, Tiger, I like that. Like a damn, that's a pretty good one. I'm see in my head right now. I was trying to think of like the hardest partier ever to have a beer with. No, this is just a couple, dude. You're not raging with the guy. You're literally at his house. Oh, so it's not kicked back. It's not a night in Vegas with, with. No, you get you get one beer with the guy. Oh, only one beer. No, nah, you get a six pack. You guys got to split a six pack. Is it like how strong's the beer? Is it at least like IPAs? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give you Sierra Nevada. Oh, okay. Um, dude, someone keeps popping in my head, but I just don't want to go with that particular person. I feel like I'd want to go with someone that like. Um, OJ. Oh, wow. That was a fucking good one. Do think about bad, big scandals that you just want to talk. You know what? Monty tail for sure. No, 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 no. This is, you're going to think this is Monty tail's girlfriend. What? Oh yeah. (laughs) The guy that, the guy that played Monty tail's girlfriend. No, no. I, I think I know who it would be. Who? I think if I could have one beer with someone, it would be with obviously Tom Brady. You know my. Life. I knew it. I knew it. It was reasons. in the back of my head. For two reasons: one, I would a actually three reasons. First, I would want to know if it, like his true feelings on Belichick and if he really like actually was homies with him or he thinks he's a dick. Two, I'd obviously want to know about the whole ball scandal. But three, dude, I just want that guy to have a beer and stop drinking freaking green vegetable shakes like the guy just needs to have a brew dude yeah and there's no bigger myth than that guy than the fact that people are saying that guy pounded beers in michigan yeah i don't know there was like a huge debate because he like threw back that beer on jimmy fallon and everyone was like looking at the beer and saying it wasn't really a beer who knows that guy deserves a beer he's won more super bowls than fucking any qb ever i would love to have a beer with him baby he deserves it yeah Favre would be a good one too anyways thanks for coming on another great podcast we'll have you on next week i'll watch riverdale we'll see how that goes thanks for coming on always always uh, real cody and yeah watch riverdale because i'm gonna quiz the hell out of you all right deuces and there you have it devin rawl on the 10 after 7 podcast for the second week in a row thank you for listening you can follow me on twitter at 10 after 7 and on Instagram at 10 underscore after underscore seven. Be on the lookout weekly for the podcast. Retweet it, share it, give it a review. I don't care what you do. Just spread the word. I'm out. Peace.